Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY Money. What's shaking, Daniel? Not much. It's a beautiful afternoon. Oh, it's a great afternoon. I got the green tea kicking. You drinking anything over there? Got water because we're doing this in the afternoon, so I'm off the coffee for the afternoon so I can fall asleep later at 9.30 or whatever. On a Friday. I'm <laughs> such a party animal. <laughs> Life with two toddlers. Party animal. All right. Hey, I have loved our content. We have had some fantastic questions flying at us. Friends, if you're new to the show, I usually put this at the end. We usually get the question. But you know what? Share this. Would you please? There's no reason this show shouldn't be the number one downloaded financial podcast out there. The comments I'm getting from you, whether it's uh, uh, an email, whether it's in the Insta, whether it's on Facebook, I it is motivating. I am super motivated. And for those of you out there, you can imagine we're in the financial business. We've been, I've been in this business 20 years. Dan has been in it over 10 years. I mean, we help people with their money every day. But for a very long time, we've not been able to help people with budgeting, with getting out of debt, with with how to the last caller, the last podcast we did, how to get kids back out of the house. I mean, all these things we are super passionate about. Not been able to do it. There's been no platform to do that. Now we have that platform. I'm stoked. It's exciting. Please share this with some friends. Share this with your colleagues. Let them know this is what you're listening to. And then, you know, let us know. Let us know how we can improve the show. We're going to throw out some YouTube videos. We're going to really try uh, to help people because that's, in our opinion, what it really is all about. So we really appreciate the uh, the support we've gotten so- thus far. Keep it coming. Uh, but right now, we got to go to the question Q, and we got a great one from Dominique. What do you got? D-I-Y! Hello guys, my name is Dominic Lopez. I'm 26 years old and I recently got engaged. I've been speaking with my fiance about merging our accounts. My question today is, what are some financial goals and tips that you recommend I speak with my fiance in order to manage our money better? Thanks. First of all, congratulations, Dominic. You should be very excited as you are. I'm sure you are. That is a great step. Bravo to you. But... Money in marriage. <laughs> what do you got, Daniel? Well, it sounds like Dominic might uh, be set up to be the CFO in this relationship, maybe. Or he's trying to hand that off, one of the two. Um, but these are really good questions. I think when it comes to goals, so you said goals and tips um, that you should talk about with your fiance. Uh, I think all of your goals, honestly. I think you really need to get on paper. What are our financial goals? And I think you individually kind of need to do that to start. What goals are you bringing into the marriage um, from a financial basis? What are kind of your financial histories? Uh, what kind of perspectives and lenses uh, regarding finances do you bring in? Because you're early in this experience so far. And what you may or may not know is those those histories and those, those external goals that you each have are going to really impact the way that you guys think about finances together. And so it's really important, I think, to get those on paper and discuss them and to, uh, one, uh, grow and learn from one another 
based upon what you're hearing. So for one of you, it may be, you know, one of you really hates debt or really uh, aspires to living without any debt. And the other one of you maybe is kind of indifferent about that and being able to dialogue and talk through why that is a goal, why that goal is important, and what that goal means when you two are sort of one financial unit, if you will. You'll probably be legally one unit. You're now going to be, for most people who get married today, one financial unit. You're going to combine your savings accounts, uh, et cetera. You also uh, might have certain goals about uh, whether it's money or debt that's coming into the marriage, keeping some of those things separate. Uh, There's some couples that what they bring in, they sort of keep separate. They try to pay off the debt that they brought in, et cetera. And then uh, going forward, everything's together. So I think you have to navigate a few of those expectations and so forth. I think what causes a lot of conflict, uh, both with money and other areas of marriage, is expectations that are misunderstood or never communicated. So if you get a couple months down the line and one of you is being really irked by something financial, it's possible that that expectation was never very clearly communicated. And now one of you is getting irked and, and one of you is getting offended, et cetera. So getting those goals out and on paper and so forth. Tips wise, I think the more that uh, generally speaking, that you can combine and live as one and create those goals together as a couple, as uh, people who are committed to spend the rest of your lives together, the better off you are because then you uh, don't risk as much of the uh, getting into the minutia of who's is what. You're a team, you're a unit, you work together, and one of you may take the lead. I think Quint will probably talk a little bit more about that CFO role. Uh, one of you may kind of take the lead and be the lead facilitator, if you will, of the financial discussions, but together you are looking at everything as yours. Hey, bud, you okay? I'm getting married today. Yes, you are. That, and Doug, that's why you need to focus and you do everything that we say, because frankly, you're, you're wasting a little bit of time right now. I love it. Uh, first of all, Dominic, you're one step ahead of the game simply by asking this question. And feel free uh, to put that fiance in the car and just cordially put this on. And therefore, you don't have to come up with these ideas. Uh, they can be ours and you can throw us under the bus uh, when she looks at you uh, like you're crazy, which she's probably doing right now. Maybe it's providing an additional laugh in the car. All right, here we go. First of all, just as Daniel said, who's taking the lead? Sounds like you will. I don't know. Whatever. Somebody's got to take the lead. Someone has to support that lead, not just in the honeymoon phase either. That has to be something that someone supports ongoing. Now, that assumes that somebody's taking a lead and is uh, being successful or at least following rational steps. So someone can't take the lead and then say, oh, yeah, we can go into debt buying this. That doesn't make any sense. All right, so that person has to be competent and capable and interested in it. So you've been listening to the podcast. You sent us a question. You might be interested in it. Uh, a couple of pitfalls. What's yours is hers. Hers is yours. You are now going to be one. Eliminate from your vocabulary the debt that she has or you have. It's now your debt. All of yours. <laughs> You are bringing your debt in, your assets in. She is bringing her debt, her assets to the table. It's all one. If, and I'm going to speak very candidly here, if that is a problem, then you need to pause and you need to deal with that. Because if that is a problem that is going to keep you up at night and you are going to hold this sort of bitter grudge over somebody's financial situation going into marriage, 
once the honeymoon phase ends, let me tell you, that's going to have to be dealt with. It's going to be a problem. So accept that. Accept that from the beginning. Remember that as you're saying your vows. Remember that as you are saying things like, maybe you're doing a traditional wedding, maybe you're not. My wife and I did. We said things like, till death do us part. Through richer or poorer. Through sickness and in health. And I was reminded that I was entering into this unity with this person and we became one. Therefore, accept that now and life will be a lot better. In addition, you must talk about what I like to call your money blueprint. What is it that you feel about money? What does money mean to you? A lot of times that comes from our upbringing, what our parents instilled in us. Some people have this idea that money is just evil. Money is just terrible and that there's no uh, rationale to have a lot of money. The other person says, no, money's great. It can do things. It can buy things. It can be flexible, vacations, giving, whatever. Talk about that. Talk about what that means to the individual. Then, and I encourage this, set some goals. So my wife and I, we got together, and during our um, engagement period one year, we were responsible for paying for our entire wedding. And so we set a budget. At the time, it was a massive budget. It was $20,000. I know some people are like, $20,000 is a cheap wedding. For us, it was like, holy cow. It was a lot of money. $20,000. And she worked extra. I basically put every extra dime I had away as I was starting my business. She was a physical therapist. And we would meet on weekends to go over the wedding budget. Well, guess what? We got there. We got through it. We paid for the wedding. We didn't have any debt afterwards. And what that opened our eyes to was the ability to do anything as a team. I cannot stress that enough. As a team. Have we always made great financial decisions? Heavens no. We have not, but we've recovered. We've corrected. We've adjusted. And we did it as a team. So talk about everything. Know everything. I remember when I looked at my wife's checkbook. About every month she would pay an overdraft fee. I was like, Oh my goodness, honey, you're paying overdraft fees. Do you even know that? Oh yeah, I guess I, I don't know. I don't, how do you know your balance? Well, I get the ATM slip. I mean, she'll tell you it's, and I'm not throwing her under the bus here. Just wasn't her thing. I had to accept that and be okay with it. She had to accept the fact that I was completely OCD about our budget. Fast forward 15 years of marriage later, I think we're doing okay. Now we're trying to raise kids that respect money and follow the same principles that we have. So bravo to you. Have the discussion early, have it often, set goals, and celebrate the wins. One of the fondest memories I have was when, when my wife and I paid off our last credit card. We went to a local O'Charlie's. We sat in the bar area, and we literally took our credit card and a scissors. We ordered glasses of wine, and we sat there, and we cut up the credit card and celebrated. And the guy at the bar was like, what are you guys doing? We're totally out of debt. And he was like, what? Are you serious? That's amazing. That's great. Now, we still had mortgage debt. We didn't know any better at the time. We thought totally men out of debt meant we didn't have any credit cards. Now, we had an auto loan. We still had mortgage, et cetera. But I remember that vividly, and I tell you, that was one of the greatest things that we did as a couple was to cut that credit card up, enjoy that glass of wine, have that $5 appetizer, and get the heck out of there until happy hour was over. <laughs> so we didn't have to pay the big bucks for the wine. You have a reservation at Chili's. Mm-hmm. That's actually smart. I mean, it gets busy on Wednesday night. 
So there you go, Dominic. That's a great question. Bravo to you. Congratulations. Hit us back in a year or so. Tell us how it's going. Check us out on Instagram, DIY.money, or join the new DIY tribe on Facebook. We'd love to have you. Anything else you got to add there, Daniel? Did we hit it pretty good with the Dominic? I think we hit it pretty good. That's great. All right, Dominic, look, secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time as a team. Make it a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.